seven. Six. Uh, sure, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how you doing, Jay? Tired. I know we're doing a late Happy, one. Happy. Um, confused. Questioning many a thing. Opinionated. Concerned. All of the above. Anything in particular you'd like to talk about? Well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just both excited and skeptical of the gaming landscape as a whole. Has anything a brought of, this? A lot on? of good things coming, but I just, I just feel like very jaded. I guess is is the right, maybe the correct term. Let me remind myself what jaded means. Like I always what? feel like it's difficult for me to get be happy with certain games I don't know, it's hard to articulate Has something brought this on? Yeah, Diablo Right, and just to be clear this isn't a Right, and how's it going? Uh, I can't quite I mean, I haven't said this to you before I can't quite put my finger on why I'm both ecstatic and disappointed at the same time. <laughs> sure. I can't. It's just, I don't know. I might just be my frame of mind at the minute. Like, the time of year. Could be buddy anything. So, well, obviously, we'll have a deep dive into the normal episode of the week. Yeah. Um, to discuss, I'm sure. And I know that episode is going to be long because we've waited some time. But that's my <laughs> fault. So, that's fine. Sure. Um, but we'll obviously dive into that. Uh, I appreciate you being late on this show, as in not being late, but recording late. I know it's late, but alas, we move forward. I mean, I've been going to bed at like one the last couple of nights anyway, so... Oh, okay. Just a quick thing. Yeah, please. My, uh... I have a rechargeable battery for my Xbox controller. Okay. And it died Friday night, Saturday morning. Jay, I've had it about a decade, and it, it died. You, is this your Xbox One one? Yeah. This cannot be coincidence. <laughs> Did yours die as well? I've just yeah. swapped mine out for for That's rechargeable nice. batteries. Yeah. What the actual F? I think we might have got ours at the same time. Or like roughly, I've had it about a decade since I've had it since I got my Xbox One. Well, I've been thinking, Jay. I can't remember if this is a Series X one or not. I think I might. I thought I. mm, I thought I bought a rechargeable pack for when I got my new Xbox. I didn't. I just thought, well, my old one still works. I might as well keep using it until it conks out. So I, um, I yesterday thought. Oh no, you're right. Xbox One. Dude, yeah, that can't be a coincidence. I know. Just funny though. Like, I reckon if you bought one now, it probably wouldn't last as long, would it? What, just because of the corporates, or yeah, I guess so. But I, uh, I bought myself a like a double rechargeable thing. It's like a, no. it's not like an official thing. You got it from Amazon. But yeah, it was like it was like the Amazon one that everyone goes for. I looked at all the reviews; they were all great. But it's got two of these twenty six hundred battery pack things okay and they're supposed to last quite a while oh so dude i've got can you... two of them and i'm gonna you know can you send me the link for that please because i've literally just yeah. got 
these, Jay, which are <laughs> Amazon Basic batteries. <laughs> Yeah, no, but they're I rechargeable. With, I thought well, I might as well spend the money and just go for something that's going to last. You know. But if you do that, well, you might as well get the official one, right? Yeah, but it's just one. I wanted, uh, and it costs exactly the same amount of money. So you're spending twenty quid on one charger thing that doesn't even come with a USB. Like you can, you can charge it through an Xbox controller, but the controller has to be the old style of controller. It has to be like the C USB C connection yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which yeah. this the uh xbox series x con uh, control doesn't have but the elite ha does have it so the elite has it and the xbox one controller has it but not the series x jay they so must have I... put an update out to discontinue support for this because there's no way that's a coincidence surely i don't know but um so you can either pay the same amount of money for that or the same money for this which is going to last me twice as well. It's two two batteries, before, you know, so it should be. Yeah, but aren't aren't these two batteries okay. technically? Do you know the rechargeable packs? Well, these are okay. We'll go with four then. These are four batteries. As in that, so that's supposed to last longer than the official battery. Pack, that's one pack, and then there's another one. There's two. It comes with two of the same battery things. Do I have to buy the charger as well? Because I've already one. got a no, charger. It, the charger is with it. It's the charger and batteries. Uh, Twenty quid. Today. Twenty quid. Same as what one costs for the official. And it seems to work. I, I played Overwatch earlier and it works. So. Okay. I okay. haven't charged it yet, so I don't know how long it lasts. So I'll have to charge it full. Because when, it, when you use it, the battery is like half full. So I'll have to wait till it dies, recharge it, and then see how long it lasts. I think it says somewhere between 30 and 40 hours. So. Oh, I thought there was 50 quid for the rechargeable pack for some reason. I mean, you know. Weird. Yeah. Well... Strange coincidence. Yeah. Anyway, Jay, let's move on. So, I feel like that's always a thing with us. We always get weird coincidences with us. I know. I know. So, today we are gathered for a spe special occasion. Um, three months after the beginning of the year, we have decided to run through our favourite games of the year. Well, do you know what kind of brought this on? For me, the, the streamer awards just happened. Do you know about this? Mm-mm. The streamer nope. awards are essentially like the Oscars, but for streamers. Sorry, Jay. I think this milk's gone off and I've just poured a coffee. Uh, just drink it. Not going to kill you. Although if it's gone uh, in chunks, it might not be great. The way I I will still drink milk if it tastes <sighs> bad, but if it's chunky, then I won't drink it. Fuck, that's... Yeah, it's off. Sorry, go on. <laughs> waste, waste um, so yeah, streamer awards just happened. Uh, and it's in March, and then Oscars just happened, and that's in March. Where I thought, well, these are all for movies that came out last year. We might as well do a similar thing of our own, but for games of last year. Sweet. Because it gives us a good couple of months to think, well, you know, these are our Reflect things, on it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, it's important to note, Jay, we haven't got... This is the first time we're doing this, I think, properly. I think, from memory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about like favorite games and stuff that we, but like this is an official sort of episode. So, what we said <laughs> is, um, we've re I've written down my favorite games. I think you've written down your favorite games. Now, Jay, yeah, I've actually some crossover, I imagine. Sure, I've I've actually got a top ten. I've actually made a top ten. Have you got a top ten? Well, I have a ten list, but whether or not it's actually like in order, order, order. Um, I don't know. I, d I doubt it's in order. That's fine. That's not a problem at all. 
And it's important to say as well, Jay, you were okay with me including games that I just played last year but didn't necessarily come out last year. Is that still the case? That was pretty much the whole point, yeah. Cool. I went with games that I just played last year, not necessarily came out. Awesome. Okay. So in that case then, should we just go one at a time? If that was the case, I wouldn't have a 10 list. I'd probably only have like a two list. Well, exactly. Me too. I don't think I'd have any list. So in that case, are you okay if we go one at a time then and just go through them? Might as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So one last thing before we do that, Jay. Because um, be a podcast beyond and then kind of funny did this before, which I really liked when they did game of the year, game of the year year lists. They would do honorable mentions, which I always thought was quite oh, funny because it's okay. like I've never, you know. Anyway, so I would love to do honorable mentions. I'm not sure if you've got any honorable mentions, Jay, but <laughs> not that I can think of now. I've mean, got a few in case you do think of any while yeah, I read okay. mine out. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, my honorable mentions for the year of 2022 in gaming. I, I don't. I, okay. I've got. I'm just thinking of Stray. Okay. Uh, a nice game. Very nice game. Definitely not, not worth a platinum shot, in my opinion, and like overhyped because of the cat thing, but it was a cool game. I've got Hades. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that game is that. is awesome. Um, I'm, I'm really glad I finished a one run through, but I wouldn't do more than that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of those things where you're either really into it or you're not, I guess, right? Exactly. I think so. You're I either think one so. of these people who wanted to keep going with that kind of thing. Or not. I mean, I've seen the guy who sped run it, who has the world record at the minute, and it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. So I can imagine. You know, when you see speedrunners, Jay, and you think, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. And then you try, and you're like, no, I can't. Well, it's funny because there are a number of games um, that have achievements uh, tied to speedrunning the game. Sure. I can't remember which one was there one recently I looked at. Oh, Hollow Knight, I think, sort of got one of those. Yeah, I know. There's a game that came out called XO1 that um, is like a quite a cool game. It's on Game Pass at the minute that has that. Okay. And then, oh, damn it, there was one that I really wanted to play that was on Game Pass as well. I can't remember what it was, but it was like finished the game in like under 20 minutes or something. But Cool, all right. Yeah. I've also got Halo Infinite Winter Update. Because me and Will had a lot of fun on that on co-op. So, rate that. I've also got COD Veteran Golden... Brackets Golden Era. Okay. By the way, I've played <laughs> fast and loose with the time frames for this uh, year, Jay. I'm just going to put that out there, okay? What do you mean, fast and loose? As in, have I included some games that I played in January of this year? Yeah, I have. Shoot me down. It's yeah, I, I did that as well. But I technically, I've got one on here that I didn't actually play until this year. But I would have played it had it been on sale. Because I bought it like January 2nd. Oh, yeah. Whatever you like. And I was like, well, had it been on sale in the first month of it being out, I would have bought it and played it. So I'm technically, I'm going to, you know, include it, I think. Totally, totally. So I've got the fact that I ran through the golden era of Call of Duty campaign on Veteran. Uh, and I loved that. Loved, 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 loved it. And uh, super glad I did it. And technically, I'm a better gamer now than I ever was before. I think that's how that works. Okay. Another shout out to Resident Evil 5, which me and Will again played through and had a great time on. And another shout out to Little Hope, 
Dark Pictures Anthology, which me and Elle ran through, which I thought was good fun. Again, those games are, for me, a perfect Friday night entertainment. If you're like, Nick, what would be your perfect Friday night? I would say sitting on the sofa, playing through that game with Elle, possibly with India watching our choices, like with some popcorn. Like that sure. to me is like a perfect, like four or five hour, like, yeah, that's exactly what we want to do. You know what I mean? Okay. And I wouldn't necessarily platinum it or run through it more than once necessarily, but they're really good fun. And then last shout out, a couple of more last shout outs. Wonderlands. That's on your honorable mentions. It is on my honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. And also AC Valhalla for, I think the DLC and, and you know, the last oh, chapter. Yeah. Away. I'd include that too, but sure. Okay, that's me done. Any any honourable mentions? Yeah, from I just you, had a look through my achievements, and I was like, Power Wash Simulator, I guess, is like an honourable. Sure, yeah, that was yeah, pretty yeah. fun. I got pissed off just because there was a, a buggy achievement, and I'd already put like five hours in trying to get to the, the achievement, and I was like, oh, screw it, I'm just done. I'm, I'm deleting this thing. Jay, the can we? Just isn't working, so I'm just like, fuck it. I think we should do something, Jay. Okay. Like a, do they call it a? <laughs> I don't know what do they call it. A hall of honor, is that is that something? Like <laughs> a, like a, a. I'm thinking of like you know when you see like, like honorable mentions, but like there's a name for, you know, like the golden stars or the, you know, they get the honor award. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I guess yeah, sure. Like, I but I feel like this honorable mention is like a wall of like the wall of certain honors or something. I feel like there's a. What about when um, soldiers' death? Like, is there like a what a name for? Oh, uh, well, a memorial maybe, like in memoriam type thing. Sure, isn't that just for people who die? Well, I'm thinking we should have a memoriam for games with buggy achievements that <laughs> we will forever remember, or like that we've yeah. just given up on because we just don't want to put the time in. Exactly right. Yeah. In yeah, fact, I'm going to make the list right now. I mean, I so know I've... what's on your list. Guardians Galaxy. Yeah. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Right. What else have you, so what have you got? Life, life is on there for me. Okay. Yeah. That was annoying. And then we can review these as and when we want. Um, when we play games. Uh, High on Life, Power Simulator. Anything else that comes to mind? I'm trying to remember if there was... Oh, well, Atomic Heart, I guess. Sure. Because <laughs> that thing is just broken. Anything else? Not that I can think of. I mean, okay. You know, Sorry. Any more honorable mentions? No, I think that's it. I can't really, uh, can't really think. Uh, it's funny. Like 2022 was actually quite a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a stale year, I guess, for gaming. See, that's interesting, Jake. Because I was looking at my list and I was thinking it's a way better year than I thought it was. Yeah, me too. I think. If I if I hadn't looked at my list, I'd have been like, I barely played anything. But think like actually Agreed. looking at it, I'm like I played a decent amount and I did Agreed. get a lot done. I guess you Agreed. could say. But um, yeah, definitely felt pretty lackluster. Interesting. It's funny because uh, I'd say my most lackluster years were probably like from 2015 to like 2019. Sure. Maybe 20, 2018, maybe like 2015 and 2018. Like those three years, I, was, didn't, I, didn't, I don't think I ever played 
Xbox or PlayStation for like three years. I just didn't bother playing games because nothing was out. I wasn't really fussed. I was just sort of like working. And that was it. That was like my whole life. So, whereas I think 2019 to this year, the last four years have just been like really catching up on amazing games. So, happy about that. Happy about that. Agreed. Agreed. Mm. I'm very excited right, to go through this. Yeah, I'm very excited to go through this list with you, Jay, because uh, I'm really, I'm really excited well, about I have some a feeling, these games. Well, I don't, I don't know if we're going to cross over. That's a thing. Well, if we do, maybe we should. I just thought we talk were, about... but then you mentioned a game in your honourable mentions that I've got <laughs> on mine, so I'm a bit like, oh, maybe not. If it comes up on our list, well, maybe we should just talk both talk about it when it comes yeah, up because we don't actually, want to cover the same think ground. We will, though, to be honest. <laughs> Now that I know you've said one of them, there's no way because he hasn't played any of these other ones. <laughs> I don't think you've played any of mine either. That's oh, interesting. We'll see, I guess. Okay. I, if, I, if I have, I'll probably, they'll probably be in my honorable mentions more than likely. Oh, by the way, Crackdown 3, when we played that together, that was a cool little period oh, too. Oh, yeah, that was cool. We yeah. did that well. Yeah, sure. No? Yeah? That was fun. Yeah, yeah right. that was good. Was okay, good, Jay, you can go first since it was your idea to start or to do this show. Technically, I think these are actually in order of when I played them. Eh, no, they're not. That's slightly out of order. So this is a for you. This is a random order of ten games. Potentially random, similarly, yeah, somewhat random. I could even start with the one that I knew I played first. <laughs> but I don't know. Should I just go with one then? Yeah. All right. Tales of Arise. Awesome. Do you remember this one? I do. I do. Yeah. It's funny because it was like. Um, it was when I first saw the trailer for it, I was like, oh my god, this is it. Like the next big, awesome RPG. Like the Tales of series is fairly like well known. I've, I've sort of always looked at it and been a bit like, oh, I wish I could really get into that. But the previous iterations of Tales were all like really janky combat mechanics and stuff. And I think I'd even tried the previous game tales of this area i think i think i own it i played it for a little while but i just couldn't like i want to go back to it, actually but it's, it's, i just at the time i just wasn't really in the mood for like putting that many hours in but i think i probably could now to be honest yeah that actually probably be fun but yeah i think every other version or previous iteration of a tales game like the combat is just so janky but this is the first time that it actually felt a bit more accessible but weirdly, the game is like very. I, I think I may remember you even spoke to you about this. How, like, the UI on the game is very basic. And we, I mean, we've spoken before about how UI can like really change or like the vibe of. It can really like make the vibe of the game be what it is, I guess. Yeah, of course. Like, if you haven't got like, much on like, the screen, then, you know, it creates atmosphere. Like Bloodborne and... wouldn't be a Bloodborne without the UI, you know? Sure. I feel like there's just certain UIs in games where you're like, oh, that's that's that. So that just makes sense. But it just felt almost like, you remember like you'd see like hacking in like movies, like almost like Matrix kind of style. Yeah. Like it kind of felt like looking at a PC screen that had code on it. That's kind of what it looked like. So, cause it, so it was bad. It was very bad. Just bad and square and just white text and very basic. Like, there was like nobody really put any extra layer it. on it. Yeah, sure. Like it literally yeah, looked yeah. like they made the game and thought, we'll just slap on a square... <laughs> line like a white line around everything and it's like sure. why that's just very basic sure. but um, i actually i played that game i want to say 2021 and then i'm trying to remember now it might have even been 2022 and then i finished it january of this year 
because I was following the guide, but the guy who was making the guide hadn't finished it yet. Like, he was literally on the last area. So I had to wait for Christmas, to, for him to have Christmas <laughs> with his family, this random dude. And then once he got back from having Christmas with the family, he then had to start playing the game again and make this guide. So I had to wait for that. And it was like a very weird, strange time because there was literally like 10 of us on this forum being like, dude, just just finish the guide. <laughs> Hurry up. We want to finish it. Don't, have, so don't I, have personal time. Yeah, exactly. Get with it. And it it yeah, felt yeah. like a very sort of small niche community of people That's being hilarious. like, yeah, we just want to finish this game. So was it on like Game Facts so, or um, something then? Um, I think it might have even just been like a really like a Neo Seeker type thing or something. Yeah. I can't even remember. It was just like a really random... But it was such an in-depth guide. I was like, this guy is like amazingly good with his detail and everything sure. like it was a hundred percent kind of thing you know um so yeah that was that was fine i definitely it's only on my list just because it really i really haven't played much else but um i just remember when i first saw the trailer it was like amazing and i looked at it and then when i went to play it, it just wasn't as good but i still i still enjoyed my time with it if anything it taught me to appreciate maybe or maybe just uh, it almost like battle hardened me in terms of like being able to get through certain games which may sound like a bad thing but i think there's a silver lining there somewhere i think more than anything it made me kind of like maybe more tolerant tolerant of like being able to get through a long game i guess sure we'll go with that it's, it's like building up a tolerance you know? that doesn't sound a very that doesn't sound like a compliment, Jay. You know what I'm saying? No, but like... in my mind it is, just because I I feel like it's almost like having to work out. Like when you play an RPG, it's almost like having it's like a workout session, but one that goes on for like a year. So but you know, workouts don't tend to feel very good, but and then afterwards you see the results and you're like, Oh shit, you know? Sure. That's kind of my mentality. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, get it you. It just feels like working out. It's like working out the brain. Sure, sure. So, okay, yeah, That's my first one. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> RPGs, man. 100%. Love you have to. I mean, are you a real gamer if you don't like RPGs, frankly? Do you know what I mean? Like, I know. RPGs are like the staple. They really are. Okay. My first game. Again, are they in order? I'm not sure. I think there's a rough guideline. So take it with a pinch of salt. Number 10, As Dusk Falls. Mm. Now, this nearly did. Recently. It did. Definitely not in order. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I mean, order in terms of one being the best and 10 being the worst. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, As Dusk Falls nearly didn't make the cut because. There was a few other games on here, like Wonderlands, for instance. I but I went. Say, I was really surprised you didn't put Wonderlands on the list. Well, we'll see. But in terms of As Dusk Falls, the reason I decided to put that over it is because actually this is the sort of game that I I want more of per se in terms uh-huh. of a choice-based single-player story-driven game, and I think the story was very good. I think the acting was very good. I think it didn't quite have the impact at the end that I was maybe looking for. And I Mm. think the first act of the game, i.e. the first three chapters, were quite memorable. I also think there was a couple of a bit annoying achievements. But that aside, I really enjoyed it. I think it's quite quite memorable. Even now, I could tell you, like, who does this, when, and why this, and who, you know, motives and everything. So is that a sign of a good game? Maybe. 
but I like those sorts of games and I'm glad they did it. And I think the art style as well, you get used to and it's different. So there's not many bad things to say about this game. You know, like the music's good. The acting's good. The style's good. The pacing's good. So, I mean, what more can I ask for? So the fact it was on Game Pass as well, top notch. I was going to say, you're actually making it seem like quite a... I, I almost downloaded it when it came out. I was like, oh, that kind of looks good. But I am actually kind of tempted to play that at some point. It's a bit more of a slow burner in the sense of it's not slow, but if you're expecting things to kick off immediately, they probably won't. You know, it's yeah, um, no. things do kick yeah. off, but <laughs> but you have to you have to give it some time. You know, if you're an anime fan, you know that that's not that's like pretty much the standard in anime is that things don't don't really tend to kick off until like later. Sure, <laughs> sure. Just, people are used to that. I think if you're same an anime the same, fan, so. yeah. Right, Jay, next um, yeah, up. A Scanner Darkly oh, is... Um, you seen A Scanner Darkly? It's a movie, Keanu Reeves. Haven't. I think it came out 2009. Similar art style. It's imagine sort of like a painting, but a moving painting mm-hmm. as a movie. That's kind of what that is. I recommend it. If you're a fan of Keanu and that kind of art style, A Scanner Darkly is... Uh, How do you spell it? A Scanner Dark? So A, as in the letter and the word... Yeah. Scanner as in S C A N N E R. Yeah. And then the next word, darkly. One word. What a strange Scanner name darkly. for a uh, film. I need to watch it again because it's it's been if I watched it back in two thousand nine, God, I was like two thousand six apparently. Jeez, two thousand six then. All right, Jesus. Oh yeah, looks like yeah, an interesting movie, film. Yeah, though. you're right, Jay. Yeah, Robert Downey weird. Jr., Winona Ryder, Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. and Keanu. What? I know. People don't know this movie. It's funny because he actually mentioned it on a uh, on a recent interview. He's doing John Wick Four press right now. Sure. And he did he did a Reddit AMA. You know what that is? Yeah. Ask me anything. Yeah. So he did a Reddit AMA, and one of the answers he gave was, "I loved doing Scanner Darkly. Like that's one of his favorite movies he's ever done." I was like, oh shit, I saw that movie ages ago. It's like one of the most underrated Keanu movies. Is it any good? Yes, I, I highly recommend it. Okay. Very, very good. Right, next up, Jay, on your list. Okay. Uh, probably probably one of the better ones on this list. Um, Elden Ring. Wow, that's... Okay. I thought, I mean, I thought that'd be like top, but are we just going, um, going in sort of chronological order? I'm just going in a random... I mean, okay, technically, Elden I'm Ring. Going in in order of play technically okay right now. no spoilers please um, obviously no obviously yeah um yeah Elden ring man i still haven't finished it i'm like right at the end technically but it's uh, it's just an it's it kind of is like you know the crescendo to the the sort of souls like games as it were like it's you know you've got the build up dark souls one dark souls two dark souls three Demon Souls before Bloodborne. that. You don't really mention Sekiro because it's not. I don't think it's that good personally. Um, but then, yeah, Elden Ring is just the cherry on top. It's just, it's just everything I've ever loved about Dark Souls in one game, and it's, it's just, yeah, it is the perfect Dark Souls game. It really is. It's just, it's just amazing. Like there's the, <laughs> it's the story is phenomenal. Which is, which is. One of those things where, like, Souls games have story, and they always have, but if you'd ask someone who's an avid Souls fan, like, what's the story of Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, they probably couldn't tell you. 
just because you have to really be into it to know. Like there's some deep lore that, I mean, as I've explained to you before, is primarily told through items and item descriptions. You know, you sort of have to find clues as to story beats through that. But I think Elden Ring might have been one of the first Souls-like games where I'm like, oh, the story is actually a bit more obvious. Like they sort of actually push it a lot harder, which is probably, you know, why it did so much better, I think, because people could actually understand it a bit more. But it's just it, the pacing of it, the story, the way it's told, the way you go through the open world, it's just it's just genius. And um, I really don't know what... I mean, I know they're doing the Armored Core game next, but if they ever come back to the Souls, like the Dark Souls thing, I don't I don't know how they're going to top that. I really don't. Sure. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be hard. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I th- just on the Armored Core thing, very briefly, Jay. I, yes. I I think they have mentioned that it will be more of a uh, mech type game rather than a Souls like game. I think. Well, that's the thing. People, I've been I've been hearing different things from different insiders. Some people say it's it's Dark Souls but with mechs. Some people say it's just a mech game. Hard to say right now. Nobody really knows. Well, that's there true. is some leaks of stuff, but it's yeah, we don't know if any of it's official. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm not getting I mean, my hopes up on that one. Sure, but again, what a time to be alive that we live through games like Elden Ring, <laughs> which are frankly a, a cult uh, yeah. phenomenon and and a critical and commercial. I mean, uh, I would say at the perfect age too. Like I feel like if I was any younger or any older, I probably wouldn't have appreciated it. Any, you know, a good much. point, Jay. A good point. I feel like the Genuinely. age we are now is like a really good gaming age. Yeah, it's debatable. Like we should probably talk about that another time. But like, I feel like you have to be a certain age to appreciate. Like I, when I played Final Fantasy Thirteen for the first time, I really underappreciated it compared to when I played it a couple of years ago. Like the brain needs to get there. It needs to catch up. <laughs> it needs to develop a hell of a lot more to appreciate some things, some amazing things, to be honest. So, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, Jay. Okay. Next, up next up for me, number nine. Uh, number nine. <laughs> number nine. Demons Souls. Demon Souls. Okay. So this is the Blue Point remake of the. I want to say two thousand and. Yeah. Gosh. I don't even know. Two thousand. Did Dark Souls one come out like two thousand eleven? That seems so late. No, Dark no. Souls one was two thousand eight. Was it or nine or something? Yeah. So anyway, original came out on PS three. Blue Point remade yeah. it for the launch of the PS five twenty twenty. I played it. I think I played it last year, end of last year. Mm-hmm. So I had to put this on the list because one, what do I like about it? I like the bosses in terms of the design the memorabilia of them what else do i like it might be the best looking game i've ever seen ever yeah there's a bit of a trend at the minute with games looking amazing but not playing very well but that seems to do both it did it played awesome as well and the parrying in particular the animations were sick is i think there are bits which are obviously the game's difficult but when we say difficult we mean difficulty over do we actually want to do this right we're not saying difficulty for difficulty's sake i'm saying there are a couple moments in the game where i thought man i could do without this like this is really bumming me out of this game you know there's a line and and souls games tend to really push that line exactly exactly they they cross it a lot (laughs) exactly but the locations are super cool obviously the game you know it's just a great game 
and the start of all what leads up to Elden Ring, right? So not much else to say on that, really, but it's really the foundation, enjoyed it. Really. It is the, the origin of games like Elden Ring and other you know, things that came after it. So, yeah. Pending the release of Resident Evil 4 remake, which I'm sure we'll talk about on the oh, normal man. show in regards be to... watching Max play that for days. <laughs> and I cannot fucking wait. Yeah. Oh, Apart man, from when so that comes out, I think Demon Souls for me might be the best remake ever made so far. So that's quite an exciting time to <laughs> be alive. What other remakes have there been recently? Oh, Dead Space. There's a Dead Space. One. That one did amazingly. Isn't it funny how all the. Someone made a point of this on Twitter the other day. I think the last three big remakes we've had have all had like nines or 10 out of 10s. Dead Space being one, Resident Evil being one. Um, there was another one that came out as well. Another well, I mean, Spyro and Crash were well received back in the day when they got remade. I'd say it's funny. Usually, we we think whenever we think remake, we think oh, it tends not to be that good. They tend to still fuck up somehow. But recently, people have been making remakes and it's doing amazing. Smashed I think we we park. might see a trend over the next four ish years of people remaking games and them doing amazingly or potentially worse. Because <laughs> people won't do a very good job. Well, look, like, it'll be it'll be like the the movie industry where they try to you know redo movies, but they tend they usually in the movie industry it tends to go badly. But in the gaming one, it's going very very well right now. I think so. We're going to be seeing hopefully remakes, the likes of say Ubisoft will stop trying to make uh, <laughs> Fortnite clones, just... <laughs> and maybe they'll remake a game like AC Two. Maybe Dude, I just I just found out how much they've spent on. R&D in the last couple of years. Do you want to know how much? Sure. 537 million. So is that in development of a game? Just in development of games that have now been cancelled since. They spent half a billion on R&D. And this was two years ago, so it might even be a bigger number now. Sure. Oh my god. That blew my mind when I found that out. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that's a lot. But yeah. Um... How many good games could have been made out of that? I know. Well, to put it like this, like Jay, I'd rather have games. I'd rather have remakes than failed multiplayer gimmicks. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, very true, very so true. yeah. What's your uh, next one? What's my next one? I'm actually thinking, what did I play next? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll go with this one. Uh, Atelier Riser Two specifically. Do you remember this? I feel like every time I mention it, I th- you always get a bit of a weird look. You're like, what I, I thought you played the anyway? third one, most. Was that the one you're waiting for? No, the third one is coming out in like a few days. Yeah, I remember this then. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think it comes out the same day as Resident Evil, funny enough. Which is not as <laughs> going to be good harsh. choice. <laughs> I know. It's going to be harsh on the bloody Japanese community because Riser is genuine. I don't think a lot of people know this, but Atelier Riser is probably one of the most popular RPGs in Japan over the last seven years. Six, sure. Seven years. Sure. Like it is amazingly popular, and also they just announced today that they're making anime for it. Cool. Natalia Riser is extremely popular and extremely the stories and it's just it's just so well written. Sure. But uh, but yeah, I played the second one last year, and it was uh, basically the same as the first game, but like a massive improvement. And I'm hoping that the third one is going to be the same. It's just going to be much the same, just massive. It's, it almost felt like what it's like to play a new Assassin's Creed game, you know? Like, it's sure. the same, but different and better, usually. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to the new one, but the second one was amazing. They, the story, like, it really does just feel like you're playing an anime. So, 
it's just it's i don't know what, what it is like the combat is so satisfying too but it's it almost feels like a really simple rpg like it's really it's extremely like you know have you ever played a game that's so complex it's simple no okay so that's kind of what it is like it has a crafting <laughs> system that is is once you understand it and once you get like the, the progression of how you make your way through the game if, if you weren't someone who knew how to play that kind of game you'd be like oh, i'm not going to attempt it like it's too way too difficult for me to even try but the moment it clicks it's it's just like it's so like it flows perfectly which i think seems to be a bit of a trend with me recently like playing wo, wo long like recently like once once certain games click like they're just in, they just they just go from zero to ten like sure you know? sure sure so i feel like I've, i get that a lot at the minute i'm like you know playing these games i wouldn't even like a couple of years ago i wouldn't i would have looked at it and went fuck off i'm not playing that way too way too many like complex systems for me to even have to look at and attempt to learn but now i'm like yeah i can do that like i'm capable <laughs> kind of thing so uh so yeah Telia riser amazing jrpgs as a lot of them are and more to come thank god but i've got to wait for it to go on sale because they cost like 70 80 quid and i'm like not paying that for that kind of game so also, you got plenty to play in the meantime, right? Well, yeah, I've got way too much already. Cool. All right. Way Sweet. Too much. All right, next on my list, Jay, a very special game, Life is Strange, True Colors. Yes. The game I played, I think, early last year. So, long story short, played Life is Strange 1, liked it a lot. Does that have faults? Sure. Would I play it again? Probably not, because it probably hasn't aged that well, you know, due to, you know, dialogue and writing and things. But didn't play yeah. Life is Strange 2, because apparently it was basically left-wing propaganda. And um, <laughs> I did play Before the Storm, which was the three-episode prequel to Life is Strange 1. So that, yeah. those who made the Before the Storm have now made a full spin-off called Life is Strange True Colors, about Alex Chen, I believe. And uh, the game is awesome, amazing, surprising, emotional, mm-hmm. sad, happy, joyful. Ask, like, there, there isn't much mechanically to that game, is there? It's pretty much just like a story-driven thing, right? There's there's more mechanics than the likes of As Does Falls, if that right, makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, are we talking and about quick time events and stuff? More. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would say slightly more mechanically driven than the Telltale game. Um, okay. But, and maybe maybe as, as technical as, say, a Heavy Rain. If that makes sense. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That actually is. Yeah, I get you now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So like, there's a few bits you can do with your powers and stuff, and there's a few puzzles you can work out and things. But yeah, the majority of it is narrative driven. But the things that I love about these games as well is that you, <laughs> when you get the freedom of just going to talk to people, I find that when they make those other optional conversations valuable and interesting, that's the real reward because it, it uh, pays okay. off. You know, yeah. sometimes Jay, you play an RPG, let's say, and you do some of the side stuff and you just think this is just a waste of time. Like I, I literally, I don't, do you know what I mean? Like you want me to go grab a parcel? Like, yeah, I'll do it for XP. But whereas um, these narrative driven games, everything recently seems to be put there on purpose. So if you go speak to this person and then three episodes later, they tell you about their wife that died and then they actually had dementia or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, they got dementia. Do you know what I mean? Like those small things. Sort it's of... funny you make that comparison because recently I've actually found that a lot of these like side quests and RPGs have that kind of thing where they actually have a bit of a story to them and they tend to pay off quite nicely. 
100%. Especially, actually, weirdly, in the Diablo bait I just played, there were some side missions that almost like carried on over the like course of the thing. So like you'd start doing this one thing, and then the next side mission you do for that same person like had a story to it, and it just it had like an ending, like there was a story mm. arc to it. So I think they're actually improving on that. <laughs> There's always a payoff on uh, the minute. So yeah, I and I think. In my head, I like to think, Jay, that the real catalyst of that starting was actually The Witcher 3 because the side quests in that yes. are ridiculous. They're so in-depth. Like A side mm. quest in Witcher 3 is like a main quest in any other RPG. <laughs> exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so exactly. I I uh, and the other thing I would say, Jay, is when I think back to this game, I mm. think very positively and I think paced well and I don't think it overstayed its welcome. So, yeah. Okay. That's good. All right, Jay, I think it's number seven for you. I can't remember, but I'll just, yeah. Um, Wonderlands. Wonderlands. <laughs> Wonderlands is on my list. It's definitely on my list. It's on your honorable mentions, but it, it does make the cut for me just because I didn't really play as much. But um, It's funny. Now that I've had time to look back on it, and I did the DLC recently, and I did the thing with you about getting the 1,000G, I guess, finally. Mm. Like, we well, we both, we both polished up the DLC, the right, and, and, the, and the achievements. Um, so yeah, I kind of look back on it now and I'm like, oh man, that game was actually pretty decent for what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, just to be clear, like, I, look, Jay, I, I just look back on it fondly, more fondly than I did a few months ago. Let's just sure. say that. I definitely think it's a good, if not great game. Really enjoyed the yeah, main campaign. Just... Enjoy playing it with you. I don't. I wasn't trying to snub it. Um, it was just a case of uh, it just didn't make the cut, but I genuinely really enjoyed it. Do I regret getting it day one? Absolutely not. I think we had a great time. I think the game's good. I don't think it's as funny as maybe we wanted it to be, but we had a good time. We had a great time, right? Yeah. No, it's just it's it's quite it's complicated with these these sort of Wonderlands Borderlands games because they're so iconic to us. Like they're they're mm. really you know part of our DNA when it comes to like looter shooter type things. But exactly. Yeah, it, it just sort of felt like a necessary, almost like a necessary next step, I guess. Like they're trying to evolve the, the 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 system, I guess. They're trying to change it up, a bit more variety to keep people intrigued, I guess. But what it feels like is people just want the same old thing a lot of the time. Just mm. a slightly different version of it, you know. Different area, different story, whatever it might be. Definitely. But uh, I, yeah. We should probably shout out Jay the 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 season pass being absolute trash just to uh, for our own uh, sanity perhaps. Yeah, what I feel reckon? like it could have been. I feel like had they tweaked it, it could have been a lot better. But again, once you compare it to like Borderlands Three DLC, it's just infinitely worse, isn't it? It's it's not like even Borderlands close, Three mate. DLC was so good. It was just so it's not even well close. put together and yeah, story Long, was phenomenal. Big. Like the Borderlands yeah. Three DLC felt like Borderlands One and Two DLC. Like it just felt, if not worse than know, that, mate. I'd argue way worse than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first two I think were infinitely better, but it felt like on the right track at least. Whereas one lounge just felt like a bit of a cash grab almost. Yeah, definitely a, a cash like, grab. Mate. It felt, yeah. felt like a trick. It felt like we got duped. Dude, I still remember like, when we on. did Guns, Love, and Tentacles. Like that's yeah. still no, that's, that's still one, in my that's mind. That's actually weirdly the one that I go back to. I think that one was probably the best one of the lot. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So but yeah, I'm they hoping, were great. just looking to the future, I hope that if they do a Borderlands 4, that it just be as good as 3, if not better, hopefully. But way better than Wonderlands. 
Agreed. Don't make it as wanky. <laughs> Anything else? No. Okay. That's it for Wonderlands. My next game, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. What can I oh, possibly man. say, Jay, about these three games that I haven't said already? I love them to death. Mass Effect 1 is still my favourite, but I love 2 and 3 for their own different two is still quirky my things. And, you know, it's funny. We've said this a million times. Back in the day, did we appreciate and love them? Yes, we did. Did we really understand just how phenomenal these games were, considering we haven't had quite anything like that trilogy in some time i would argue in terms of the cross progression saves and the carry on through characters all the way through three games i don't think we have necessarily but they are awesome games and they're a benchmark for sci-fi shooters go through that i still need to play a legendary and go through one two and three really bad like i really want to it's just i, I struggle with the first game like it's it does not hold up you got to, dude. You have to skip the optional stuff. You just got to do the main stuff. It's just the end. Yeah, I, I didn't do all the side missions in the legendary edition for number one. No, I feel like I need to be really in the right mood for that game. I just, I just haven't been. And See, for me, really just mucked up my Mass Effect like experience for me. For me, I'll always be in a Mass Effect mood. Basically, that's like that game speaks it's to me so one, much. There's this one dude on on Twitter who I follow who's like an Xbox fan or whatever, but. He's like an insider for like you know Xbox News, and he constantly tweets about how the fact he still he still plays that game. He like he's he's done all the achievements like you have, but he still plays it. Sure, he loves it that much. He'll just play it over and over and over. It's sure, like the one sure. thing he loves playing. It's just so imagine like we have a game that we play, and then during the time in between the game ending and a new one releasing, he'll just play Mass Effect <laughs> that entire gap. He won't even bother playing his back catalog. He'll just play Mass Effect again. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, I don't understand. I mean, I understand it, but, you know. It's funny, isn't it, Jay? Like, we watch the same films that we love over and over, but we wouldn't necessarily do that with games, you know? It's, it's no, different I feel like for games us. are slightly... They are really are different, because it yeah. takes a lot more brain power to play a game than it would exactly. just to watch a movie. And it's obviously not as long, right? Like a movie... Exactly. Hour and a half, two and a half hours max, whereas a game is like, you're talking, you know, two and a half hour session isn't long enough <laughs> just, you know we want like 30 40 plus hours so and what yeah. i would also say is legendary edition does do a fantastic job but you know a lot of the time where you want it, it was changes needed, yeah, that there are definitely. changes and in terms of graphics performance also um, have you tried playing in original mass effect one on too. my pc or 360 Mm-mm. oh it's rough i bet it is i genuinely I think it's not even in 720 i think it's like 480 <laughs> seriously <laughs> Jesus like it's, it's hard. I, I can't be because I remember Rex looking amazing even in Mass Effect One, and he does look amazing yeah. in the Legendary Edition too. Me too. Me too. Okay. I All right. It's a, I feel like it's that weird sort of nostalgic childlike fog. <laughs> sure. But once you lift it, it's just like an awful image of blurriness. Sure. Next game, Jay. Okay. What have I got? What's next? number six? Uh, we'll go with Days Gone interesting one days okay. gone was a special one because i think it came out 2019 yeah i think you're right about that and i bought it that same year i think i might I might have got it slightly cheaper on sale and i played it and i was like i didn't really like i played it for a couple of hours i didn't really like it i was like why the hell did i get this like it was just really it was a bit of a struggle to start like it had a very very slow start i mean the whole game's pretty slow to be honest but i finally finally finished it 
and I'm glad I did because the story is phenomenal. Like it's to be honest, I feel like Days Gone is the kind of game you play if you don't like The Last of Us very much, but you want a similar experience. Like to me, Days Gone is basically like is like the metal sort of rocker version, like hardcore version of Last of Us. Like Last of Us is for people who um, are like hipsters. Like I feel like Last of Us is like the hipstery type zombie game, whereas Days Gone is like the kind of like sort of a bit more hardcore metal rocker fan version, like almost gothic kind of fan version of a zombie game. That makes sense. Hundred <laughs> percent. Does that make any amount of sense? So Days Gone is your Metallica, and the yes. Last of Us is your Aerosmith. Yeah, 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 I get it. No, no. Oh, definitely not Aerosmith. Uh. Days Gone is like Metallica, and Last of Us is like Kiss. It's like two door two door cinema club. Dude, you are shitting on the Last of Us right now. Oh yeah, that's kind of the point. Oh my god. Okay, all right. They're like <laughs> Last of Us is like Weezer. Oh fuck you, man. I'm eating Compared my Compared to Days Gone Metallica, but still, like you know, Days Gone is pretty much hard. It's like a hardcore version. Sure, sure. But it's, uh, it's, it, you know, it was a struggle initially, but I'm glad I finished it. It was uh, mechanically really obnoxious initially, but once again, it's one of these games where once you get the hang of it, it's just super good. Like it's, there's a lot of muscle memory in, involved in a lot of games I like. I don't know what it is, but I just I like having that that feeling of like oh, I'm in control now, kind of thing, you know. Like that lack of control at the beginning, like I hate that feeling. So I want to get to get good enough so that I have that control. I understand. It's just a nice feeling. So, mm. Yeah. Oh man, the story of Days Gone is fucking phenomenal too. Jay, I'm 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 a sucker for like romantic stuff in games and anime. So that's sure. like perfect for me. I'm glad you brought this up because Days Gone is continuously a game that's brought up between YouTubers and podcasts I listen to. Underrated. I'd say one of the most underrated games of 2019. It's Easy. still a mixed bag from my perspective. Some people yeah, still think it's... I can see it's... why it would look like it. it would, you know it what like I mean? Like, the longest time, to be honest. Some people love it, and some people are like, yeah, it's okay, and some people think it's bad, and it, and that that confuses me as someone who hasn't yeah. played it. I feel like it's one of those like, um, like a Marmite-type game. You either love it or you hate it, really. What is it about it that makes it Marmite? Um, I think a lot of people, the people who don't like it are Last of Us fans. And the people yeah, who hilarious. do like it aren't. <laughs> I think. Okay. Yeah. Right, next up, Jay. Please. Also, is everything okay? I can see your... You yeah, I was checking up? when Days Gone was released. It was 2019. I think it was 2019. Yeah, I'm just checking what other games came out that year, so I can compare. <laughs> okay. So, my number six mm. to Jay's uh, compliment, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So I, obviously, I played it in 2021. Yeah, of course, when it came out. It, yeah. So, like, basically, top of my list for that year, fucking phenomenal. So basically, what happened with Guardians of the Galaxy for me is that I started playing it, stopped playing it, started playing it, stopped playing it yeah, for like man, quite some time. It's one of those ones you was, just have to was, just like 
play. It was a, it was a big I. break, and then I think what happened was Jay was sort of saying like, "Oh, how are you getting on with it, Nick? How are you getting on with it?" And to be honest with you, it just got to the point where I was like, "Jay, I'm just not sure if I'm I'm getting this game, man. Like, I think the jump mechanics broke or like not good. I think the combat's borderline not good. I'm thinking like the gameplay's not great." I'm thinking that the guys are assholes. Like, Rocker Rock Raccoon won't shut the fuck up. Like, he's just mouthing off all the fucking time. Um, a bit rummy there. Just shoot me now. But then, <laughs> when I decided to sit down and actually play it yes. and get through the basically what is the halfway point, I was like, mm-hmm. I I get it. I get it. They do some really interesting things with the um, origin stories of each character. They also, they know what they're doing from the get-go. The story is written from start to finish, and they know exactly where they're going with the story. And that's that's smart, right? That's how you want to write a story. And that really shows in terms of the character development. So by the end of the game, they were arguably my preferred guardians over the film guardians, which is absolutely mental. And I think that the fact the game does that, the game is basically a 14 to 20 hour guardians film slash TV show. It's Mm -hmm. everything you want in it. Does it, it doesn't quite have that polish that you want, especially because it's got broken achievements. But aside from that, it felt pretty polished to me. I, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree there. Yeah, no, I can, I can see Don't get me wrong, some parts were really polished. Like, some of the graphics stuff looked amazing, for sure. Like, I'm not saying the whole game was not polished, but and most, I would say, I would say, you know, 50-60% of it was polished. But there were, I think there were some bits which weren't. But overall, once I finished it and got it, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna I'm say something really sorry, bummed that they're not going to make another one because, man, I would buy that so quick. Is that definitely not happening? <laughs> no, I mean, Square Enix were like, didn't do that well, so we're not, not going to bother. That's crazy. Square you were going to say something really about the game, by the way, Jay? Um, was I? If I was, it's gone. Okay, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> no worries. But yeah, so what's your next game, Jay? I think we're on number five. Um, Horizon. You are hilarious, Jay. Horizon I played last year, didn't I? You're hilarious. You're hilarious. Guys, do you remember when Jay was like, yeah, Horizon doesn't look that good. uh, No, uh, that's funny. I feel like our memory of this is very different. I I always remember my opinion on Horizon was, yeah, it's a good game. I'll just play it when when I play it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you did say that. It was more of a, it was again, it was one of those ones where I just, because I haven't played it yet, you were like, how have you not played it yet? And I'm like, well, I just haven't got around to it. <laughs> I just can't be asked right now. And then I'm glad I played it when I did, because I was actually actually in the mood for it. Versus when I wasn't in the mood for it, I probably would have hated it. I thought that's one of those things, right? I mean, if you try to force it, it's just a lot of time, like 80% of the time doesn't work. That 20% it does, it's very nice. But yeah, I, did, I didn't want to force it. I just wanted it to be natural. So uh yeah, I'm glad. I definitely will play the second one eventually. Again, like it's not like you know on my priority of uh, of things to do. But I'm guessing you heard the sad news about um, the voice actor for. The oh my Horizon gosh! And uh, John Wick and, guy, I can't believe it. And uh, Zavala from Destiny. I can't believe it. 
Yeah, it's only 60 as well. Yes, young for this day and age, right? So his last performance will be in John Wick, I imagine. Unless he's if recorded he's something it. for Horizon 3. I, I, I just don't I was going to say, yeah, I doubt it. but And also because he has, he's had lots of new lines in Destiny as well. So Really? Is that character still around? Yeah, character's definitely still. I mean, he's pretty much still the main, he's like one of the main protagonists of that game. Sure. Um, but yeah, people were speculating about how they're going to finish his story now. Whether they're going to like either use AI to like use his voice, or are they going to use recorded lines that weren't ever used? You know, hard to say. It was it was a very surprising when I saw that actually, Jay. But, but yeah. alas, on Horizon, please do spill so I get uh, an ego. What do you mean? I mean, it's 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 beautiful game. It plays. A little bit jankier than I would have liked, but again, Bucky. once you get the hang of it, it's quite nice. You know, it has to. You just have, you just have to. The muscle memory has to kick in, and once it does, it's, it's very nice. Like I feel like you can definitely, like it almost has a very Souls-like um, appeal to it in terms of its flow of combat. Like there's a lot of mobility that you can actually do. It doesn't maybe look like it from the outside, but once you're actually doing it, it's fairly mobile and nice. Very tactile, like it's nice when you like knock bits of armor off and you're able to like open it up and shoot into the weak points or whatever. Like it's all, you know, it's all great. The story is pretty phenom- phenomenal too. And I can't wait to see what the, how the story progresses in the second game. Yeah. Happier played it. Happy I finally got around to doing it. I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much had I played it earlier. So, you know, I'm glad I left it for as long as I did. Because again, like my point from before, the brain has to sort of catch up sometimes. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Also, I hope you don't mind me eating. If you do, you should no, just say. I don't mind. I can't even hear anything. You should put it it's away so now. Number five for me, Jay. By the way, I agree. I think the story is Why phenomenal. Why are you eating at almost Horizon. 10 o'clock at night? Uh, an Easter egg. Oh my God. Stop okay. judging me. I'm not judging. Do what I want. It's going away got, now. When is Easter anyway? It's like April, isn't it? Oh yeah, I just when the, when it's Easter time, I just buy them and eat them as and when. I'm an adult now. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I literally I just can't even that. eat chocolate anymore, so I'm not gonna be able to have any. And and you're skinny for it, and I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Right, number five for me, Jay. Yeah. Cuphead, the delicious last course. Oh yeah. The DLC for Cuphead. Due for about I think five years, finally actually came out as expected. Fantastic! Got it's me one of those back ones into on my list. I really want to play it and actually properly get good at it. Uh, fantastic, fantastic game, and I think I sort of fell out of love with it a bit just because I think I overplayed it slightly in terms of yeah, I'll go for the S ranks, and I was just like nah, nah, nah. So by the time the DLC came around and started playing, I really I fell back in love with Cuphead, even though I had to learn how to play again properly. Mm. But aside from that, a good few bosses, a good few levels, loved it. Oh, just yeah, it's just great. It was just it's more of Cuphead, and I think I think everybody else agrees that it's just a great game. So I had to include it on the list, even though it's DLC, because it was that good. And the most important point I want to emphasize here is the quality mixed with the fact it was six seventy nine. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Six pounds seventy nine P for arguably 
I want to say at least like three to five hours of content, if not more. And you're probably thinking, Nick, well, that's not a pound per hour, is it? And I'll return. Please give me a DLC that gives you that much good quality fucking playtime for that price in a DLC, and I will happily wash your car. <laughs> okay. I only thought it was longer than that. I, th- I mean, depends on how good you are with the bosses, you know. I think it is less longer than that personally because you've also got the castle challenges. I must have spent around ten hours playing it, but I didn't want to overemphasize it. Okay, okay. No, so, I, yeah, Cuphead's one of those ones that's actually really fun to watch somebody else play. Not as much fun to actually play yourself. I found. Oh, because dude. of how frustrating it can be. But again, once you once you uh, once you finish it, and you're like, oh, it's, it's like so satisfying. I imagine. So. I I would say it's similar to that. In, it just is like Dark Souls, just like Dark Souls. Yeah. So, like for instance, you like watching people play Dark Souls. I personally find Cuphead the same with that as with watching people play it. I mean, it's just that sort of like boss thing, right? Sure. It's like what I feel like the main level is fairly easy a lot of the time. But the boss is like, oh, I finally figured it out. I learned the pattern. But that's what you do I in Dark Souls, right? Every every pink spot. You know? <laughs> pink spot, yeah, sure. What's your next game, Jay? Number four. <sighs> One, two, next? three, four. I'm gonna leave the best till. Uh... Okay, we'll say this one. Uh, Midnight Suns. Cool. So that's my one that technically I didn't play until this year, mm-hmm. but um, I would have bought it had it come out on sale earlier. Let's just say, um, yeah, Midnight Suns is like a, on a different level, dude. Like it's it's basically an RTS, but as an RPG. If that makes any amount of sense. Sure. Because obviously, Firaxis are known for making like very art like they they're they're sort of like aesthetic i guess is like pc game rts strategy style games and the fact that they were able to translate that into console and also have it be about a marvel at the same time it's kind of amazing um i did get the plat on it eventually the dlc is broken and the achievements are bugged still so I'm probably not going to go back to that for a while, I don't think. I'll wait till it's all out and then potentially spend another 20, 30 hours having to replay the game just so I can get the achievements. But I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it was a bit of a revelation, really, because it was, it was one of those games where, from the outside, you just couldn't tell whether it was actually any good. Like, no matter how much gameplay I saw, I was like, I just, I can't, until I physically get my hands on it, I, I just have no idea. Like, I think that game would have benefited from a demo. Like there's some games that where you're like demo wouldn't even help this, but other ones where I'm like, oh, that would have really helped. And in this instance, I think it would have helped a lot. Um, but no, it's just it's just had a very a good combination of like mechanics that really really worked. The graphics, although not amazing, like played it sort of played well enough that it kept me engaged. You know, like the whole Marvel thing kind of helped it, I think, immensely. But um, Story-wise, not terrible, very comic booky, but fairly small in scope, I'd say. Um, but yeah, fun overall, just just a good time, really. Happy, happy that it was um, worth the spend of money on it. 
definitely in could terms have, of could have easily right? been a waste of money could have very mm. easily been mm. i'm glad it wasn't very good your next one very good you struggle you're struggling jay what do you mean you, you seem very tired now i'm extremely tired you're, you're in the next level <laughs> you're in, you're, you've upgraded you level up level up in terms yeah. of tiredness jay we're, we're getting to the good stuff now the, the, these uh, top yeah, four for I'm me leaving are, the best till last i think the, these top four for me are, are pretty uh significant i would say okay. so number four for me it was a really i mean as i say this is a rough guideline it's not a fucking black and white list okay number four death's door death's okay. door is a game that came to game pass from the makers of the i think mainly two okay. developers who made clash of the titans i believe it's called which is a sort <laughs> of a no 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 sorry is that what this was called well anyway i can't remember what it was called no no titan souls it was called titan souls and uh, oh, it was, was a basically a shadow of the colossus game mixed with a kind of uh, souls like type game with pixelated graphics death store is a 3d zelda like for lack of a better term and it is phenomenal um it has along with another game on this list reintroduced myself to why i probably did enjoy playing zelda when i was younger despite me not finishing any of them why i did enjoy it its difficulty is again another another part of my journey to becoming a souls like expert no <laughs> enjoyer <player>. yeah exactly <laughs> And this was a stepping stone to that, along with another game on this list, which we'll talk about. But in essence, the music is fantastic. The gameplay is great. It's very simple, Jay, but it's very memorable. The locations are memorable. The bosses are memorable. The story is memorable to some degree. And there's not many bad things I can say about it. It does what it does so well. Mm. And it's just a great game usually what you need for that kind of game is simplicity because if they try to overcomplicate it it just it just muddies the water doesn't it exactly but you know when you play a game and the simplicity you can almost tell the simplicity has has been discovered almost because they've probably tried 10 other things and this do you know what i mean like sometimes they were trying to do too much and then they went why don't we just strip all this away and just just do this and they were like oh yes of course yeah that works or, or for instance they'll like maybe put in a mechanic and they just think actually this just is not working or that do you know yeah. what i mean like yeah, yeah totally yeah. probably a lot of trial and error yeah exactly um whereas yeah a game like this it just does what it does well and it's simple and you can it's one of those games jay where you could just start playing it immediately and you just you're straight in the action you know there's no hour long t- and look i know we both like jrpgs but there's no five hour tutorial there's no you know what i mean Dude, you just give me sh- give me a good five hour tutorial oh, man. Fuck it now. Ooh, that's some juicy stuff so yeah what's your number three <laughs> i was allowed to lead not to read number three when will you wear vigs <laughs> um, i can't sir i i simply can't okay uh gotham knights Oh, it's on my list. Sake. What? It's one of the many games I played last year. So Gotham Nights is a, is a funny one, right? Because I I really enjoyed it. I'm still okay. I'm still yet to play the DLC, unfortunately. Even though it's did you free, get the so season pass? Oh yeah, okay. No, it's free free DLC. Did, is that the um the like the 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 like fucking? It's like a towery type horde mode type thing. 
Right. What what's been just, the reception on that? Uh, I think it was enjoyed by those who enjoyed it. Obviously. Fine. Fine. Uh, Obviously. I don't know. It was whatever. Fine. I think I think this had a similar problem to Avengers. In that it didn't really seem like uh, a very fleshed out game necessarily. Like I think majority of it was there. It's just I think I think the loot system might have almost been like a second thought. Like we added, like they added it at the last second. And I think had it been from the beginning, it would have had a bit more to it. Like it was just very un underbaked okay. as a game in general. I think the like the campaign, the story. And the missions phenomenal, but I just think the loot system was a bit underbaked. Had it been a bit more from the beginning, it would have been a lot better. And do you think that was the publisher saying, you know, we need some micro microtransactions here? Get well, in, there wasn't get even in. microtransactions. That's the thing. Are you sure? Yes. You you can't buy anything for that game. Weird. Very weird. Yeah, I know. It's very strange. Um. I feel like Gotham Knights is used a lot now by a lot of these sort of YouTuber reviewers who are like, this game is, you know, they're talking about a new game coming out and they're like, yeah, it's a lot like Gotham Knights, blah, 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 bad, you know, bad thing for a bad game. And it's like, they tend to not really highlight any of the, the good stuff from it. That being sort of like, the graphics are pretty nice. Uh, the story, actually, like, the story was pretty decently written. Um, the boss battles were actually pretty well put together, even though they could have been a bit more fleshed out. Um, and I think there's the combat overall was just like I think a nice change. Like it was very different to what we've seen before. Uh, but I actually I now own all of the special comics that came along with the game. Like they, DC did a, a comic run that was like a prequel series to the mm. game, and I mm. now have them all. Sweet. So they're pretty cool. They're like a collector's thing, I guess. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, f I feel like uh, Gotham Knights was still the lesser of... It was almost like a lesser of the evils of last year. Like, it was just a bit a bit naff, but still fun to play. Which I think is pretty much my summary of what Avengers was. Like, naff, but still fun to play for like two weeks, you know? Sure, 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 sure. sure. I think I think this was DC's Avengers. It was just bad. Oh, that's, still that's a bad... I mean, that's a, tr that's a great tagline. DC's Avengers, right? But a lot of people are saying that this Suicide Squad is going to be DC's Avengers. <laughs> Jake, let's if it's so okay with know. you, we have to not go on that because people are stupid. What do you mean? Well, I, we're going to talk about this in the main show, but the I just I don't understand people, Jay. I, I don't know. I can't tell if you're for or against. Well. I always, I just think the game looks really good, and I don't even yeah, like Avengers too. or Gotham Knights. So, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not dispute. Like, what I'm saying, Jay, is that if these live service games are that shit, then why does everyone keep fucking buying them? Then, do you know what I mean? They're like, fun. They're fun but all I'm saying is, I where think a these... lot of time is just the characters, right? People just want to be able to use the characters and be able to play around with them. Sure. Like, if it wasn't a Marvel and it wasn't DC, nobody would give a shit. Sure. Well, they'd give a lot less of a shit. I hear I you. Say. Well, that's like what I mean, though. Like, main, why are you, you know, suddenly example. picking on Suicide Squad? Why aren't you picking on any other live service game which looks way worse than Suicide Squad? That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Apologies. Do you have anything else good. to say? We've got to get it out. No, I think that's it. I just, I had a good, I enjoyed my time with it. Very. It was good. a good thousand G. It was a very fun thousand G.
There you go. Back at the haters. You didn't like the game? Well, Jay did. Yeah, personally. What are you going to do? But I'm like that. I, there's a lot of games that are widely uh, hated that I just uh, love or enjoy. So Yeah, sure. That's just me. Na 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 na. Wait till I get my. All right, number three for me. Mm. Tunic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as Tunic. If you uh. Tunic. 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 Tunic to you. Tunic. Yeah. To you. To you. Uh, Tunic is obviously the game I was talking about, which was very difficult compared to Death Store because they're very similar in a lot of ways. They're both Zelda likes. They both got hard combat. Yeah. And um, tun- tun- uh, Tunic, Tunic. I'm trying to pronounce it how I should pronounce it from being Norwich. Tunic yes. is uh, an amazing game. The thing that really stands out in my mind, apart from everything else that you guys might have already seen about it, you play as a fox, the graphics are cool, the perspective's cool, the story's cool, if you want to dive into that. I'm not sure there is a story there per se. Yeah, there is, there is, there is. Um, but the thing that really stands out to me is the game manual in game, which you oh, find yeah. pages of, and you basically are piecing together the controls of this game, and it's just such a cool way to learn about what how to play this game and how where do I go, what do I do, um, how do I defeat this enemy? It's just so cool, and the game is designed so well that you, you mo- hopefully you won't feel the need to look it up because you can think no 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 I can't I can figure this. I can figure this out. I can do this. That just sounds like Zelda to me. <laughs> it probably is. It probably is. It Pretty probably much is. what Zelda, like OG Zelda, was basically like. There was no guide. Right. Was, you just had to play it and figure it out. And there's some people who didn't get past a certain bit and never finished it because they were too young. They just didn't understand, you know. And we, we, um, God knows we've Which, been. You in that know, position, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, we've definitely had that with plenty of games. Yeah. So yeah, and to be fair, to nowadays. To be fair, if you look at the. <sighs> exercise the demons <laughs> if you look at the likes of the link to the past especially the remake which looks quite similar to tunic tunic um tunic. then you can definitely see the lots of similarities but i just love this game again a day one game pass game sorry death store wasn't day one game pass but it did come on game pass later but tunic was a day one game pass game and i remember trying it out i think it was on a friday or something and i just remember falling in love almost immediately and i'll treasure that forever okay Your a lot game, of indie Jane. games for you this uh, last year i know and that's one of the surprising things about this list but the rest aren't but yeah there, there's there's been a few on there. there's been a few okay you want my next one yes um is there, there's two more left right yeah all right, Deathloop. Okay, okay, okay. Deathloop okay. was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, Like, the longer I think about it, I'm like, oh my god, that's a fucking good game. It, it kind of, like, solidified... Is it Arcane that he made it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of solidified Arcane to me as being, like, a, a studio that I look forward to their upcoming stuff now. Like, Dishonored was good, but I never thought to myself, oh, I can't wait for Dishonored 2. Sure. You know, I never thought to myself, but now I'm kind of like, I kind of, because isn't they're making Redfall, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of like, Redfall to me seems like a good next step from uh, from Deathloop. I'm kind of looking forward to what they do after Redfall, to be honest. 
well, they've uh, they've definitely proven themselves to me at least that um, they're worthy of my expectation. What do you think they'll do after Redfall? Just out of curiosity, uh, I don't know. It's not that, not that I don't care because I already do, but I'm just kind of in the still in the let's wait and see what Redfall is like first. <laughs> you know, so I'm still I'm still like a tiny bit skeptical about that game. And still, I'm, I've seen some of that gameplay. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm I mean, like you know how skeptical I am. There. Yeah. So we'll like see you're on just that more one. of a skeptical person in general. You, me, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, we're back. Yeah, Deathloop. Deathloop's amazing. A very, very fun, fairly obnoxious, but fairly fun thousand G. I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the time these days, I sort of base a, a fair amount, a good chunk of change, on my opinion of a game on how fun its achievements are and trophies. Hell yeah, dude! How obnoxious they can be, I guess. Why was it obnoxious? It wasn't obnoxious. I mean, it was, but like, there was just like one or two that were like, "Ooh, that's going to be a bit tough," you know. Sure. But they were still. I got there in the end. Like it wasn't too much of a slog. So, but no, but, uh, Deathloop again. Very pretty, mechanically, pretty much the, the culmination of everything they'd done before Arcane with with Dishonored. So, no, it was just it was a good effort, evolutionary step for Arcane, and I'm kind of now knowing like their pedigree from that is what's making me a little bit more excited about Redfall and that. So, cool. Are you still haven't played Deathloop yet, or have you? No, sir. No. Nope. Yeah, dude, you need to you need to do that. I feel like. <sighs> Uh, it's one of those ones where I I have a feeling I like I know you'd like that. Like you played Dishonored one, right? Yeah, I didn't like it. Hated it actually. Yeah, it's funny. Like I didn't like it that much, but I love Deathloop. I think you'd actually probably like the story of Deathloop more than you'd actually like the the game itself. But I don't know. I, it's I, one of those ones where you just kind of need to try it and to know. I know that you've been very right about. Like, you quite can get a few it done in a weekend. Sure. I know you've been very right about a lot of recommendations, Jay. Yeah, but that for me it. is a is a de- all right. That for me is a day gone. <laughs> that is is in terms of you know. Yeah, Mediocrity. I'm sure the game like I'm sure the game's good. I just genuinely don't want to play it. Like, yeah, no, I'm not saying it. I wouldn't enjoy it if you were like Nick. You've got no other games to play. You have to play Deathloop or Days It's gone. funny, like Deathloop seems like the kind of game that you would recommend to me. There's just something that's that doesn't what, what click about that gameplay. About it. it just doesn't. There's no, I can't something doesn't it. click. You know what I mean? Like, I think in, just... another, in another universe that is adjacent to this one, it is a game that you would have played and loved and been like, "Oh, Jay, you need to play this." Sure, sure. Like a hundred percent. Like it, 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 I, I can usually tell a lot of time if there's a game where I'm like, I know Nick would love that, and he'd probably recommend it to me if he played it. Sure. And there's a number of games like that, and Deathloop definitely seems like one of those ones. I get that. So. Yeah, it's just it's it's. I can get why people gave it a ten now. Like, I understand. I'm like, okay, I can see why you would think that. It makes a lot of sense. You racist bastard. <laughs> okay. All right. What's your what your number two? I think right. Number two, Jay. I'm very happy to announce that my number two is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. What a <sighs> phenomenal game that okay. nobody told me to play the campaign of because because nobody thought you liked COD. All wrong, all lies, fake news. Like you're not a cod person. You are now, but you never used to be. Please, please. So, 
I just can't believe how much this game blew me away, frankly. Uh, I'm talking about the campaign, by the way. Welcome to the club. Yeah, we've been playing Call of Duty campaigns for a while now. The the game, what are some of the things I like the most about it? It's like, (laughs) it's not... I think they were just so brave and bold in their creative direction for this game. It genuinely feels like they were like, right, right, this is it or nothing. We're we're just going to fucking do it. And in terms of the way Captain Price is portrayed, in terms of the beginning of the game, I will try not to spoil it, in terms of the some of the missions in the game, which are crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> like when Cordo you is yeah, known for its like weird and crazy missions. Yeah, yeah we're, and we're not talking like a kind of let's call it a bold and out there for bold and out there's sake. No Russian. We're talking more grey than that. We're talking like real political warfare here. We're talking like like this is not and we're not talking about like American propaganda which justifies Americans through and through either necessarily. We're talking like they tread on they tread on scary ground. And I think they're just so I'm just so glad they did it. And like most COD campaigns, I think it does slightly lose its way at the end. But you kind of expect, you know, like a big yeah. right everyone together mission, you know, it is what it is. But <laughs> In terms of the, um, everyone knows it, everyone loves it. The house mission is awesome. I get it. And the uh, the graphics are awesome too. And the cutscenes are awesome, by the way. Blur Studios did them. But yeah, I, I just oh, okay. loved it. So, yeah. Okay. That's one of the ones I wasn't actually expecting. I forgot that you played Call of Duty. So, yeah. That makes sense. Now, Call of Duty's, uh, it's, it's fairly unexpected in its uh, in its storytelling. A lot of people think Call of Duty and they think, oh, the, gun, the game with guns, right? Yeah, sure. But it's mm. like, no, there's actually some pretty deep, meaningful stuff in the story. So Definitely, yeah. Very, very memorable, I think. You know. It elevates it, for sure. Like, COD yeah. should be that level, 100%. I feel like, yeah, they could make a COD game that was just campaign and make Definitely. it like 30 hours. I feel like it would actually, it wouldn't do that well, but it would, it would it would still think, do well. It, it, I don't know. It'd be appreciated by people like us. Like we'd appreciate it, but I don't think the general Call of Duty uh, W Casual, community, as they're fake called, fans. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't think they'd appreciate it. But like, where the fuck's my multiplayer, dude? That's all they really care about. They don't give a fuck. KJ, so your number you one. My my number one. These haven't Quake. necessarily been in order, but this one definitely is in the correct place for being number one. Can I just? I want quickly... you to try and guess. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Elden Ring. You've got Deathloop. Oh man! Just, the fact that you don't know. Just, just give me a minute. It's Sunday night. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm just a bit slow. <sighs> yeah. Just give me a minute. I don't think I could even guess your number one. What's my number one again? Oh yeah. What's my number um, Did you play this last year or this year? Early this year. Definitely last year. Okay. Probably the perfect time. Oh, I got it. it. I got it. Well. I know it. I know it. I know it. On then, Persona Five. It is Persona Five, a hundred percent, which I think has actually solidified itself in my potentially top three games of all time. Oh my god, that's so definitely funny. definitely top ten. But um, but yeah, it's up there. Like it's it's special. And funnily enough, we've actually gotten some fairly decent Persona Five news 
in the last 24, 48 hours where there is a, a Chinese-made mobile game that is a Persona 5 mobile game. Cool. And it's all new story as well. So, Is it part of that, that universe? That could be amazing. It's the same thing, yep. Same wow. school. I think it might even just be like the next generation of the same school or something. Cool. We don't is it got like a, a gacha game? But, um, no, I think it is actually like a Persona game from wow. as, far as, I, as far as I know, but it's just on mobile. That's cool. It looks really good. So, yeah, um, uh, Persona 5 is alive, as it were, still. Amazing. Um, it's funny because Persona 3 and 4 came out on Game Pass as well, and they really do not hold up. Like, I don't even want to attempt those things. Like, it's kind of drastic how much of a difference there between 4 and 5. Like, 5 is like a whole nother game. Like, the, the, the difference is so insanely vast. Like, I'm trying to think of a comparison. It's like going from Spyro, the first Spyro game, to the latest Spyro game. Like, that's how big of a jump it seems like in terms of, like, graphics, story, like, everything. Like, it's it's just... I, I, remember, I think I played it for exactly 100 hours, or, like, they're, they're around that number. And it was... It, every second of it was perfect there wasn't a single second where i thought this is annoying like it was it was paced so well that every minute or every second of that hundred hours was just like well spent it was just like the music is just like (laughs) the soundtrack for that game it's one of the first it's probably one of the most recent games where i'm like oh the soundtrack is phenomenal you know like I very rarely get that. I feel like I only ever really get that with like uh, with Final Fantasy games, to be honest. But again, the Japanese they know how to bloody orchestrate and and uh, you know a good soundtrack for a game. So just I like think... fr- sorry, go. On. No, you're good. Go on. I was just gonna say like from Software Elden Ring, it really does make you wonder where the hell is it? Level five? I can't remember the developers of Persona Five. Um, I can't That's remember. Atlas, right? Atlas, thank you. Yeah. Where the hell do they go after Persona Five? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of tough. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do next. Like, I really hope they make make a Persona Six. I really do. But I honestly, I it just sounds like, like I feel how like they now, even come close. Like, to... like I think a lot of people would argue Persona Three and Four are probably like Atlas's Final Fantasy Seven. But in real in reality, it's it's Persona Five. Persona Five is the Final Fantasy Seven of Atlas. So they just need to. They're either going to make more because they've they made technically there's a sequel to Persona Five called Persona Five Strikers, which is a different game entirely. It's, it's basically like set six months after the first game, Persona Five. It's like it's like a side story, but like a whole other game with a completely different combat system. It's really odd. Um, and then they've obviously got this mobile game coming out, so I don't even know what they're going to do to be honest. But I mean, yeah, again. We've got this issue now where so many of the best possible versions of games that already exist, and it's like, how the hell are they going to try to top that? Like, how are they going to catch lightning in a bottle twice kind of thing, you know? Which I guess you could argue that with all the Final Fantasy games, but they seem to have done it almost every time. That's true. That is true. Like, to me, there isn't a better Final Fantasy game than thirteen, but fifteen really comes close. And then 7 Remake... It's probably like the best contender at the moment, and I think uh, sixteen. I'm I'm actually a bit skeptical about sixteen. From what I've seen, it's I'm not overly excited about it at the minute. You're so funny, bit, Jay. Bit, you change your mind all the time. 
Well, it's not that I didn't. It's not that I've changed my mind. I just haven't really. I haven't actually given my proper opinion on sixteen yet. Sure, but you've been very excited about it. Yeah, I mean, not as much as I have been about other things. Sure, sure. I mean, it's Final Fantasy sixteen for fuck's sake. Like, you kind of have to be excited about it. <laughs> but do you think maybe there's an element of like, ooh, I don't know. Is it because you're like in the middle of your research phase, sort of thing, or? No, I think it's just because it's new and it's different, right? So there's just sure. Just seems a bit. It seems a bit mid at the minute, but okay. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I've watched quite a lot of it. Like they did that preview, didn't they? But people had like five hours with the game or whatever it was. Sure. And I watched yeah, that yeah. whole thing, and it was it was. Um... Yeah, I think actually remember I was I don't know if I was telling you the voice actor in Diablo Four beta that I just played. I think is the same voice actor who's one of the main characters in Final Fantasy Sixteen. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so I've like heard his voice a lot recently, and it's kind of given me a lot of mixed like, uh, <laughs> it's the same person but different characters. It's kind of like confusing me. Which I sure. think you kind of get that similar kind of thing with Troy Baker and uh, who's the other one? Nolan North. There we go. Yeah, you, yeah. you kind of hear their voice, and you're like, oh, it's actually just the guy, not the character. You know, like sure, it's a bit. Sure. They've sort of been around too much, kind of thing. I hear. I hear. Right, I'm gonna try and guess. Oh, yours, sure, yeah. but I have no fucking... Oh, no, I do. I know what it is. Oh, that sent me a second. No, he's got it. Go yeah, on, I got it. It's Bloodborne, right? It is Bloodborne. It has to it be. Is Bloodborne. Jesus Christ, wow. Not only, is, um, not only is Bloodborne one of my favorite games I've played of last year, it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, which I feel is... like both of our number ones are that, right? <laughs> which is mad because... Yeah. I never would have thought that of you, ever. Exactly. And I didn't think that of me either, Jay. You know, not only has the game got, obviously, incredible level design, incredible um, boss design, incredible story, but... Gameplay, uh, mechanics. Themes, gameplay, mechanics, all that. Aesthetics. Exactly. It ticks every box. Exactly. I'm pretty sure the music and the soundtrack for that won like a lot of awards too i wouldn't be surprised like it's some of the most complex and like well-written music in history not even just like of recent times but ever like it's studied like people study that that soundtrack in school sure i can believe that yeah Uh, but not only did it do all that from a game perspective from a personal perspective it obviously introduced me to a whole new genre of games and a whole new way of playing and enjoying games like completely and utterly i'm not talking (laughs) about just liking souls games i'm talking about taking up the challenge enjoying the hardness of a game and remembering Uh back in the day about what it was like to get stuck and being able to sleep on it and think about it and come back to it and to completely enthrall myself in that whole experience for what felt like probably a few weeks, if not maybe a month, and eventually ending up platinuming it. Platinuming? Bloody hell, I can't speak. It's too, it's too late. late. It's too late. Just say plat. Plat. Plat, plat the game. Plat the game. Plat it. And as I say, become <laughs> one of my favorite games of all time. I can't imagine the other Souls games coming close to this. Maybe Elden Ring does, but that's I'll let you know That's when what's I get tough. To it. You basically played the best one first. Sure, but other, it's the it's the Demon Souls, I guess, but it's right? the best yeah. gateway for person. I do I do genuinely believe that. I even now, even though I've gotten through Demon Souls and I'm playing Dark Souls, I actually Souls, think you'll find I think Dark Souls that... one, two, and three easier now that you've played Bloodborne. I hope so. I to hope be honest, so. You'll, probably, you'll find it a lot more tolerable. Let's just say that. Sure, 
but I do think that I do think Bloodborne is the most successful one. I, I do believe yes. that so far. I sure. think it's it's it might even go above Elden Ring in some circles. Sure, sure. I think actually I know Max definitely has it above Elden Ring. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Bloodborne might combat, be Max's favorite like, game of all time. The fact that it encourages movement and it's, and counterattacking, yeah, and like blocking's not a thing. It's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's just the perfect combination of everything that you possibly could want out of a game. And also, you know, just just living and sleeping and breathing that game. Um, yeah. For the time I played, it was awesome. You know, it's genuinely like one of the only games I've done that for in a long time like that in particular. Me too with Persona, to be honest. Like, I played that game mm. for like a month. And funnily enough, like the, the game uh, has like an in, in-game calendar. Mm-hmm. And I, the day I finished playing the game was the actual real day in, in IRL. That's so weird. Which was like my birthday. It was like my birthday was like the last day you could possibly play in game, and it was like, oh wow, like that. That's so sum, cool. That sums up pretty perfectly for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very happy about that. I timed it to the day. <laughs> well, Jake, that was our list of our favorite games we played last year. Oh, man, I, I already know through. what's going to be on my list for this year. <laughs> well, year's not up yet, mate. I know, but I know what's going to be on the majority wise. Sure. I've already played a couple of them, I think. <laughs> so let's wrap it up because we're both knackered and we need to go to bed. But I mm. hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, feel free to let me or us or they, Jay, know what your favorite games were last year. I'm sure you won't because you're introverts. But that's okay. You're, I'm sure you enjoyed a few games last year. We'll catch uh... you whenever we do. And we'll keep an eye out for the games that we like we like a lot this year too. I'm sure we'll do this next time. So much more to talk about, yeah. Yeah, this this year, this time next year, this time next year. That's the right. Yeah, we'll try to do it again in March of next year. Maybe a bit sooner than that. What do you reckon? Well, I think March is good. Do you? All right, we'll go against the grain. Give All us right, time to it. think about it. You know. Yeah, I get you. All right. We need a bit of reflection time. Au revoir, amigos.